to the one, the only, Rum Boys Fantasy Network. This is the Rum Report, episode 14. We are on episode 14, and like, yo, I got a new, I got a new chair, like, like, life is good. Drake in future shit, life is good. 100,000 for the cheapest ring on the thing, a little bit. Alright, I'm good. Yo, I am back, um, I have been gone for so long, uh, I want to apologize to everyone. I guess we can call this uh, my coronavirus comeback episode. Uh, is what many on in the Twitter in the Twitter sphere are actually marketing this episode. Is shout out to Fantasy Football Stoner. Um, yo, Jake, what's good? Not much, man. I, I miss not streaming on Friday. Dude, I, I know. I I missed you guys. Uh, we are gonna be back. This whole week, uh, Rum Report today, uh, I'll do some play-by-play -play tomorrow um, for you know NBA, since a lot of you guys aren't going to be able to go and watch the games, unfortunately. Uh, we will talk about that later in the show. Um, we'll do another episode of the Rum Report Thursday, and then Rum Boys After Dark Friday, TBL over the weekend we got it going down we are live on youtube twitter uh and sportscaster as well and we are also recording on google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, spotify any damn where that you can listen to us so make sure you guys uh go on apple google spotify all that good stuff make sure you're following us there make sure you leave us a five-star review all of that stuff helps Without further ado, bro, guess who's back, 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 back again, get, get. Cheers to me, cheers to you. All the rum boys and girls want to do. Dilly, freaky dilly. Oh my gosh. Um, before we begin the show, anyone that has put in merch orders, you guys should be getting your new merch by the by the seventeenth. So any mer merch orders that were placed between the last week of February and beginning of March, make sure you guys head to rumboys.com, click that apparel button, use promo code RUMBOYS in all caps, free shipping, um, and go get you some swag. I'm going to let everybody know I'm going to be, be fresh coming up here in a couple episodes, Jade. You're going to be like, damn, I didn't know that we had that. Alrighty, let's get into the first topic, brother. Uh, first off, how are you doing, man? Wonderful, man. A little stressful, you know. Last second feeling, but I made it on time. Ah, uh, it's all good. It's all good. We may or may not be joined by um, another guest today. Uh, the homie Raj from ESPN Los Angeles 
may or may not be uh, stopping by. Yo, I'm trying to untangle my headphones really quick. There we go. So yeah, the homie Raj may or may not be stopping by. Um, so that could get very, very interesting if we have a homie on. First topic here on the Rum Report. Tom Brady announces the launch of his Hollywood production company, Nine, or 199 Productions, named after his Y2K draft spot. Does this increase the odds of him heading out west to a team out there? Uh, also, just want to toss in, he is working with in-game directors Joe and Anthony Russo for the first for the first huge production that, that that he's going to be working on. Thoughts on this? Well, I don't think it really improves his chances much to go out west because if you look at it, it it would be like he lives by TB12. Would he leave TB12? Are they moving somewhere with them? Until I, we see that, we can't really be guaranteed. Yeah, hey, maybe. Saskatchewan Rough Riders. <laughs> Only team I know. Uh, Go ahead, continue though, continue. But yeah, um, I would want to see where he moves his other business if he does. I think at this point, Brady can have people working. He just, And if there is a season going on for the NFL, I don't think he'll be focused on anything else. So probably, not really. I'm surprised he hasn't gone into the movie scene sooner to be honest but uh yeah i don't think i don't think so i don't see him going out out west any more likely now so he could go out west but this does not improve his chances so i were right now nobody knows what brady is going to do we don't even think that brady knows what brady's going to do he wants to for what we know he wants to sit back and enjoy this whole free agency experience this, to me, seems like a goats talk to goats, okay? Greatest of all time, talk to greatest of all time. And I think that what will happen here, is, it seems like a very a page out of one very own LeBron James's book. LeBron James was getting ready to do the Space Jam 2, yada, 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 you know, where where he would have ended up leaving Cleveland, he ends up boom Los Angeles Lakers. This seems like a LeBron esque move. I think that this could open up to where Brady to the Chargers. You get jersey sales, they pack out a stadium. Chargers now all of a sudden they get fans. I I like this. Everyone's oh, doing the production I would not company mind thing. Going there at all. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, everyone's doing the production company thing, bro. Everyone is opening up a, a production company in Hollywood, and then they end up in Hollywood. The Rock did it with seven bucks. Well, LeBron is the only one that actually acted in the film he wanted to direct, right? Or co-direct? Well, I mean, there, there, there's been LeBron, and, and then you know, and then, and then as well as, as, as the Rock. I mean, everyone goes to LA to play. And I think that that, that, that maybe San Fran? Mm, that, I don't think that's going to happen. That what? one I keep hearing as a joke from, Pat, Matt, from McAfee, and I know he's trying to anger people on Twitter with it, but I think there's no viability to that one. No? Brady to the Dolphins so he doesn't have to worry about losing to them every year. Oh, my gosh. 
My and guess. The Dolphins twice a year, five six rings. I take it. He's gonna get out of that division. That that division is is now is now the Bills division. Let's talk about that really quick. It is 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 that now the Bills division? Like if we're in Vegas right now, can we go ahead and safely place our money on the Buffalo Bills? I would. I would. They're not the favorite as of yet, to my knowledge. I'd get it before. Once he moves, it's definitely going to be a bad bet to make because you're not going to make any money on it. But for now, yeah, I definitely would. Ooh. Which I might do when I'm in said place called Vegas. Said place called Vegas. Excited to see all of the uh, all of the action there. So Brady out west. Like I said. It's going to be interesting. I think the uh, 199 productions, having that, that's an indicator that he's going to go to a West Coast team. We're going to be following this very closely. Make sure that you guys do uh, like, comment, and subscribe here on the Run Boys Fantasy Network. For, and turn on those post notifications. Get, get up to date with all of our content. We're going to keep it, keep it with Brady here. Um... How much credibility does good old Charlie Weiss, Charlie Weiss reported uh, that nobody knows anything of Brady's next move. Bro, do you buy or sell this? I mean, celebs and athletes, they kind of do this all the time. We, we saw this um, with the baby situation, you know, with, with Kanye having it, having his kid. I mean, we, we see this all the time where, where celebrities, they'll leak different pieces of information to different people. Just to cause an uproar. Do you think this is the case? I would say his family and kids know. Um, probably nobody else at this point. And I think Weiss is pretty much saying whoever in the media says something, they're wrong. Or that they're not having any real sources verify it. Brady's family knows, and that's about it. And that's all it has to know at this point. But yeah, Weiss is not the Brady whisperer. I think he's saying the obvious thing is Brady has really showed nothing to lean a certain direction. It's like, what? He talked to Rabel? Okay. Oh, Tennessee. He has a company in L.A.? Okay. He had that commercial leaving? He was in Miami with his wife? Okay. So he went to every possible location we could hit. It's like, is he trolling? Or is it down to four? Or is he just going on vacation and opening a company? You don't know. I think it's his family, and that's about it. They know. And he was at the he shit. was at the game. He was at the Syracuse game with Edelman. He was at the Syracuse game with Edelman, um, and there were some. He mouthed something. What looked like to well, me was. What, he said. what, what do you think he said? Um, he was like, "Shoot it! Shoot it! Go for it! Go for it!" And that's what he said, because there was a kid that didn't take a three. I, I I think he said, no, I'm not. I think that Brady is... I don't know, it could have been fake audio. He has consulted... I, I said go for it, and meaning he, the kid didn't take a three, but... Brady's social media game right now... A deep fake? Did Brady get deep faked? What do you mean? They, like, put, uh a tune on their voice to make it sound like Brady's and kind of match the movement to say something else? Look, I don't know. I I have no idea. What I will say is that he is very good at playing this social media game. He is very good at playing this media game. And he's enjoying this. Oh, he should. He should. Oh, if I was if I were him, I would. 
If I were him, I would do what? What did you call it? A deep fake? Yeah. Oh, I I, I absolutely would if I was Tom Brady. If if I were Tom Brady, Don't do what you did with the kid when you jumped and almost laid out a rock at a waterfall with his daughter. Remember that? No, I do not. He jumped with his daughter off like a big waterfall. I was like this close to hitting a rock. <laughs> well, I mean, well, Brady's not exactly. I mean, the most the smartest dude. <laughs> The, the, the most, no, I mean, the most, like, like athletic. I mean, he's athletic, like, quarterback athletic. But, I mean, have you seen Brady run run, run, run around? Like, remember that Super Bowl uh, where, where he tried, where they tried to do the Philly hands. special? He's, he's not a, he's not a hands catcher, that's for sure. That, oh, that was awful. Belichick, throw that play away forever. Um, Might have no choice. Yo, yeah, Joey, we got the new, we got a new background, you know, graphics. Run Boys graphics always hooking up something dope, something hilarious. You know, we got we got Yoan and Jerchik over here looking like uh, Mega Mind. Wait, it's over here. My bad. There we go. There we go. You know, we always we always switching up, bro. Um, Just say Yoana. Don't even try the last name. <laughs> Yoana. Yo Yoana. Let's get into the next it's... topic. <laughs> Let's get into this next topic here. So. First, I wanna I wanna pull it up. So, did you see the, the the Rams' new logo, bro? Is it the Rams? I couldn't. It looks like another team. <laughs> so the, yeah. the Rams' new logo looks like the Chargers logo and the Rams. The Chargers logo caught the coronavirus, and then fucked the Rams logo. And then this is what we ended up with. Uh. It is the most god-awful looking shit I've ever seen uh, in my life. I'm going to go ahead and we're going to go to screen share here. And um, I'm going to let you guys... I'm going to let you guys be the judge of this one. Alright. So look at this. Look at this logo, bro. That shit is ugly. I have no idea. It Thought I'd seen like the new Rams logo yeah, somewhere before. Sure. It looks like an LA Fitness logo from like a really poor upstart content creator. <laughs> Just threw it together. Bro, hell yeah. You remember when you could create a logo for your, your Madden team? Like like back in like the old Maddens? That fixed it. Lame. <laughs> this is a very bad logo. This is very bad for, for the Rams. Um, Why would they use lightning bolts in any way, shape, or form in this logo? They're supposed to be ram horns, apparently, is what I was told. There's three of them. I don't... It, it, is, it, it is completely awful. Someone said it's the Trump come over. Oh, my gosh. Dude, it, it, it is absolutely, absolutely awful. It looks like an XFL logo. No offense, but their logos aren't the best. It looks very similar. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. There have been teams in the past, the way that many teams, many NFL teams, I'm trying to remember the exact team right now off of my head, and I unfortunately cannot. There have been teams that have had fan contest to draw the logo for the, for their franchise for their 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 team why this isn't a case 
for the Rams, I have no freaking idea. Why? Why are we not? Why? 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 Why do we not? Like it's fucking L.A. Do you know how much talent is in the city of L.A.? In my opinion, ten years ago, the two coolest jerseys in the league were the Rams and the Chargers. And now look at the jerseys and their logos. This went so downhill. It, it's it's very bad. It's absolutely horrific. I pray to God this is not the official logo of which one of the official logos that they're going to go with. Um, it was leaked. I will I will defend it. It was leaked. Yes, it was leaked. It was leaked. So it could it could be you know. A little bit better. Yeah. Like, like, this is like when they dropped that very first rendition of the Sonic movie trailer. Like, like the Sonic movie poster. And everyone was like, the fuck is that? (laughs) This is that. All over again. But that was actually a trailer. That makes it... (laughs) That was actually what they wanted. Which makes it so much worse. Was, was, was Was Sonic worse than this? Was was the Sonic was the no, Sonic original no, release? No, no way. No, I could at least tell that was L.A. something, but maybe the Chargers want to combine fans with the Rams, so they're just going to combine rosters and get the best players on each. It it was like I said, it, it was atrocious. It was freaking atrocious. Um, hey, Leafs, the Chargers could end up with with fans if Brady goes there. I want to see that happen personally. Yeah, the Chargers are in a bad spot. They're like an hour outside of L.A., so it's very tough to get people to their games. The Carson Chargers. They're the Carson Chargers, bro. Let's get it right. <laughs> um, Josh Norman signs a one-year, $6 million deal with the Buffalo Bills. Party or bullshit for the cornerback and even the Bills. Shout out to Bills Mafia Raw. Not great for the Bills. Good for the player in this spot. Um, I do think they can make a good run again with that defense. If they can replace Lorenzo Alexander, their veteran leader for like 10 years, I feel like. So um, if they can replace that linebacking spot, I think he'll be on that team all year. Don't know his role yet, but I do think he has a chance to make the playoffs for the first time since the Panthers. Yeah. Yeah. Did he make it with Kirk one year? I'm not sure. No. Yeah, we made. Yeah, you're right. Good job. You, but yeah, thank it's you. It's been like four or five years, I feel like, since he has sniffed the playoffs. So. Yeah, we we uh, we made it, and then uh, Aaron Rodgers threw us out in, the, in a wild card. To take Robbie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I know you're not a big a fan of him at this point in time. So. Media responsibilities with Fox. Not not just that. I mean, I mean the dude. So Josh Norman was was five years ago one of my favorite corners in the game. Every year I change. I pretty much change who my favorite freaking corner in the game is. And it just so happens that in 2019, Tre'Davious White was one of my fucking favorite corners in the league. Josh Norman, you go into the Buffalo Bills. This is a stupid idea for you, brother. You listen. You're not gonna start. What, okay, maybe they put you in the nickel? The Bills are fine. The Bills don't need you, Josh. You need the Buffalo Bills. Well, I'm calling me, bullshit on this one. Oh, well, by the way... Was there a statement on his role? Did he want to go there to win or get PT? That's a big deal. If he just wants to win, 
No, not the bad news. Uh, I mean, you're, if are you are you winning if you're not contributing? Like, 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 are are you winning if you're not contributing? Hey, my take: He should have gone to the Fox booth. They're already paying him. Take the money. Take the commentating money when you can. But fine. He, he wants to play football, I guess. Josh, Bills don't need you. You need the Bills. You're not going to start. You're barely going to make make the make make the 53 man, depending on how this CBA goes. You may get get uh, a, a little bit of leeway, a little bit of extension there. Um, but well. That's a topic for a different fucking day. Um, I, 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 I'm first off. As long as we're playing party or bullshit right now here on this show, I want to shout out R.I.P. Mr. Uh, B.I.G. Notorious. So cheers to that, really quick, bro. Rest in peace, Biggie. Um. Yeah, dude. I, I'm, I'm calling bullshit on this one. The Bills didn't need him. He gets six million for what? To sit on a bench because I feel like that's where he's going to be sitting for a while. Fox is paying him more. He must really want to play football. That's all I have to say. Because Fox, he has a career set up for him. Don't understand why he's still playing. But well, thing, things that 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 inquiring minds want want to want to know. He's trash. He's fucking trash. Is it fair to say that he's a glorified zone corner? Based off his career in DC. Yes, yes, that is, I, that is. I don't know if it's a hot take. I didn't watch him that much, so. That that is exactly. He he says that he can play, man. He says he can get up and he can get physical. But the real the, the reality is that he's scared of contact. Contact. He's uh he's soft. Uh, it it is what it is, dude. Uh, let's dive into the next one here. Uh, keeping up with some with some you know money, some signings. This isn't really free agency because he didn't go anywhere, but some big money. Austin Eckler inked a four-year, twenty-four and a half million dollar contract with the Chargers. Does this mean bye-bye to Melvin Gordon? And what's this mean for the running backs' fantasy stock? I'm seeing a lot of people running around. And they're like, Psh, I'm buying in on Austin Eckler this year. Prop people, even prop betters are like. Psh, buying in on Austin Eckler this year. Your take. Well, NFL teams don't like paying one back $5 million. There's no way they're going to pay a second back that much money. And this makes me think that Gordon did want that 8 to $10 million deal. There's just no way it could happen. So he's gone. My concern is I can't think of any team until after the CBA that would pay him that money unless they can renegotiate the market. And running back uh, salaries or averages have to go up a little bit for minimums, and you have to bump everyone up. But I just don't see him getting the money he wants at this point. And uh, I feel like, yeah, he's stuck. I think he's going to go to a pretty bad team that really needs a back, needs a spark. And uh, he might just be a guy that we remember who was good in 2018, 2019, and disappear. Okay, okay, I feel that, I feel that. Um, I don't want Melvin Gordon to, to just disappear. And what you just said there at the end of your take is actually one of the many things that I fear. Um, with that being said, 
it is in his best interest to say na 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 hey hey goodbye and just get the hell out of that out, out of that situation maybe even get go out of it. gonna pay you does not matter where it's at get your money exactly I, I say go 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 get your money doesn't matter where, where 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 he goes if I'm him even go to Miami dude even go to Miami um they'll give you the money and, and you'll be a star there um it, it, it's it's in what's best interest for for Melvin Gordon. Um, I know that he enjoyed being a Charger, but him with the holdout and then them seeing that they had gold in Austin Eckler, Gordon, you're 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 gone. Um, I don't know if if you pick up Gordon in fantasy. Maybe you buy him very, very late round towards the end of your draft because he's probably going to be there. He's probably going to be there from eighth round down below. Um, but there's other guys that you could probably buy over him. Chris Carson, for example. Uh, Philip Lindsay yeah. of Denver, for example. Um, I have an idea where he could go, actually. Um, I don't think the Texans want to keep the um, Duke Johnson Ooh. and the other Browns back. Yeah. So if he goes to the Texans and they go to the other two guys, Carlos Hyde. Yep. I mean that. I'd love to see him and Watson in the same backfield. That'd be awesome. But hot I take. That's the only contender I could see that doesn't have any running backs on their roster next year. Everyone else has a spot filled or will draft probably. Hot take. I fucking love it. I wonder what what uh what, what Miles Fantasy Football Peacock has to say about that one. We're gonna have to get you two you two to chop it up about that. Man, hey, I love it. I just want to, I want to see him win. I hate seeing players go to a bad team after their rookie contracts and just waste away. Exactly, exactly. No, that, that's why I, I didn't notice. I did not propose him going, going to my Redskins. Um, I was like, yo, fuck it. <laughs> it. It is what it is. Like, I'm not trying to ruin that, that man's career. Melvin Gordon goes somewhere. I like you to the Texans. What Jake just said is fire as fuck. Hot if take, he takes brother. less money, he won't get his eight million from the, the Texans. There's no way. He has to settle for that like four to four to six. Yeah. At that point, I would if I were him. Let's see here. Uh, let's 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 let's. That's a perfect way to go into our next topic. Word on the street is Dak Prescott has turned down a offer of thirty three million, a hundred and five milli guaranteed. For three years, party or bullshit? I think that was a legit offer, and I think that's been on the table for a long time. Long time, yeah. But if I'm him, and the same thing with Eckler, um, I don't know why you signed a contract before the new CBA. Salary cap's going up, minimums are going up, everyone's going to get boosted up in the pay grade. I definitely would have waited out if I were them. And I, I'm glad Dak did wait because I think he can get 35 to 36. I don't love Dak as a player. I don't think either of us do. But <coughs> in the end, I want to want to see him get the money he can get, and I think he can get two or three million more if he waits out the CBA. No, I I, I like that. I like that, um, and, and and I respect that take. Um, if we weren't, if we were to frame this question outside of. There being current current CBA negotiations going down now, we're actually probably going to play uh, a video here of Sam Ancho uh, so, so that people can kind of understand a little bit of the inner workings of the CBA and what's going down right now. But um, 
in, in, in regards to, 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 the, to the Dak situation, hold out right now. If they're going to be asking for another game and if the 65% of players that are not the superstars um, are going to vote yes on this CBA, this CBA deal, more and more that I'm researching, I'm learning that there are more and more players that are now starting to become in favor of it. Um, the players that have read all 240 fucking six pages of this document. Um, I like that Dak is going to take his time with this. Uh, the league is now applying some, some, some pressure with some of the new dates that they, they, they have implemented. Um, right now, you can't take right now. Any player should not be, be really taking any deal. I mean, Eckler, I get it in your situation because you don't really know when you're going to get that again, and this is kind of just your first time getting an offer like that. You deserve it. Fuck it, take it. You know, Josh Norman, in your scenario, it is what it is. You're probably going to get that anyways. You know, you're on that. You're you're kind of teetering towards that 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 over half a player. Um, so. Dak, take your time. Brady, take your time. Guys like that that, that can make thirty plus million more. In his case, thirty three plus million more. Uh, fine. If there's not going to be that big of a difference with it when, when the new CBA is signed, then Dak, you need to take this deal. In normal circumstances, I would say that this is a fair fucking deal for you, Dak. But I get that there's talks happening right now. So I get yep. why you're saying no. And Joey, uh, Dak will not be playing football again until he gets a new deal. The CBA is literally negotiations. Dak will not play another season under his rookie contract. So he does not have to risk injury right now. Yeah, there's a there, there there's a video. Um, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter, at Rumboy, spelled with a Z, N-E-T. I shared it. Um, where, where, where Sam Ocho pretty much uh, breaks it down, and, and he's going to be the, the new NFLPA president, I, I believe. Um, and he it's kind of actually they announced the new NFLPA president. It is Treader for the Browns. Really? Ah, yeah. fuck. He's probably like on track to be an attorney or something, and they're just like whatever. Yep. Let him do it. So first, really quick, guys. I just want to show. I just want to show everybody um, the, the 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 dates really fast here. Just one second. So so these are are, are, are the new dates. Um, so Saturday, uh, eleven fifty nine p.m. Eastern time. Deadline for players to vote on proposed CBA. Um, Monday deadline to to uh, apply franchise and or, or transition tags. Um, legal ta- the legal tampering window will open Monday, and then Wednesday is when we're gonna start getting deals, 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 deals. Um, I'll be on air free uh, for free agency frenzy um, as signings are coming in. So, yeah. Um, I want to see if I can get this. Uh, I'm trying to get this Sam, Sam Acho video here. I want that to play for people, um, so that everyone can kind of just 
just maybe get 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 it get an understanding here. One second. You know what? I'm gonna just search it. So for many that 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 may not know or understand, and a not so good deal, depending on what kind of player you are. Sixty-five percent of players in the NFL last year made minimum salaries. So when you talk about a twenty percent increase effectively year over year in exchange for one extra game, that's a really good deal. These are the kind of players that get excited about a fourth preseason game because that's another chance for them to show the coaches and the team their value. These are also the players that Robbie, get excited about a playoff game because for them. That's a pay raise rather than a pay cut. But there's a different kind of player that this deal isn't Rowdy. as appealing mm -hmm. to, and that's the superstar player. Here's why. There you go. Franchise tags are still in place. If you look at last year, 111 players were restricted in some way, shape, or form. That's 111 out of 1,900, about half of 1%. Those players are going to love this deal. That franchise tag and the transition tag restricts them from free agency. Also, you look at the fifth-year option, which affects first-round picks. 32 first-round picks aren't going to like that deal. But let's not be fooled. This deal is a really good deal for a majority of NFL players who, like most Americans who work, get paid more if you play more. This deal eliminates the superstar economics and it brings everyone up with a title win. So pretty much what 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 Sam is explaining there is that it's how, how do you take it, Jake? I mean I guess it's leveling it's so, leveling the playing field for everyone but the superstar. Okay. This is a hundred percent the NFL trying to turn the lower lower on the roster guys against the quarterbacks, receivers, scopes who's making money. They want to turn the guys who are voting, who make the big money on those teams, into the bad guys and have the rookie uh, left tackle backup say, "Dude, take this deal. I'm taking that extra sixty grand." And that's what it's going to be. They just and I think. I kind of like the deal for the players, honestly. I'm usually player first, but at this point, I think the superstars are getting very selfish, looking for more money, and they're not looking for the rest of the players. Exactly. I mean, but, I think they're... Hey, I'm not, I'm not in the room. Again, we're probably going to have that big debate with, like, if someone were to come on and rip us apart. But, yeah. Um, Dude. I'm not in the room. I just think they want the smaller players to turn on the on the big name players. And that that's exactly and that's exactly what, what, what they're trying to do. That's exactly what the owners are trying to do. Um, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick has even been on record on his Twitter and, and been vocal about the fact that he likes this deal. Um, and and he and he wants this. Um, and he could be kind of looked at as a I guess mediocre name, if you will. Yeah. He is a career football player. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I, I guess depending on who you are and and and, and how you feel about it, uh, you know that that's why many of these guys are waiting. Um, I don't know how free agency is going to work uh, until we figure out what what will go down Saturday. Saturday, we keep they keep pushing it off and off and off. Um, if 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 they vote yes. We'll see how this works. If I'm a player, I'm probably going to vote yes, especially if they're saying that, oh, if you, if you vote no, then the next deal's going to inquire 18 games. Then I'm just going to be like, yo, fuck it. Let's just take this. Let's just take this. We'll wait another 10 years. Yeah. 
They sweeten Players the pot. Can't win this negotiation. They know it. Yeah, they they, they 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 sweeten the pot a little bit. Take take a little bit of the pot that they sweeten and ride it off to the sunset. You know, take it as a hey, we're 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 getting somewhere. You know. Also, come on, guys, they're removing marijuana. Like, let's have some fucking fun. One final uh, NFL topic: Peyton Manning. By the way, when I hear this this dollar amount, we're starting Peyton Manning. Uh, did you did you watch cartoons as a kid? Do you remember Fairly Odd Parents? Oh gosh, the original or the remake? The the original joint. Remember remember uh, Doug Demo, uh, Doug Demodome. Yeah. Yo, when I when I read this number surrounding Peyton Manning's ESPN offer for Monday Night Football, <laughs> when I hear eighteen to twenty million, I just picture Peyton Manning with one single gold tooth, two big ass bags of money, and a tall ass Doug Demodome hat. And just roll it in dough, like with a mustache, with a Doug Demodome mustache, bro. Like eighteen million to twenty million dollars for Monday Night Football. How excited are you? Who should be with him? Should he take the deal? Your take, Jake. He should take the deal. He's already traveling all the time with ESPN on his Peyton's places. His travel will be probably less. Also, well, I do love Peyton's places, though, so I kind of, I kind of would want him to do both. It's so entertaining. But if you're going to pair him with somebody, he has the ability to be knowledgeable and a good personality. So I think you need somebody who's actually not as well-known and just a guy that'll talk football and set him up. I think a big name I've heard, like Al Michaels, would be a little weird, to yeah. be honest, because they want, they want to bring him back, but... I think Peyton's like too big of a personality to have another superstar guy next to him. I think you want to have a younger guy coming up, maybe a college football guy, and just let Peyton run the show or have him get set up for the humor and the football knowledge. That's what I that's that's what I feel. Um, bring in, make it if, if you're gonna bring in a fun personality. A when I when I'm watching a show, I want to see fun personality with fun personality. I want to see two personalities that that that, that just mesh. You know, like, I, I can't stand speak for yourself, but at least the personalities on that show mesh. I can say that, you know, whatever, however they staff that show, whether they were like, yo, you guys have Siller Myers Briggs scores. You wanted to fucking be a cast. I don't know what the hell they did, you know, but, you know, same thing with, with, with part of the interruption, um, their personalities, they match, you know, um, Best sports show on TV, in my opinion. I love PTI. Same. I've always, always loved PTI, which is why it's been around for so long, which is why they haven't had to change the cast. Um, you know, it, it, it's... I, I don't... Maybe you bring in Pat McAfee with Peyton Manning? That could work, but I feel like Peyton would have to kill his personality. Why? I feel like he because... would be himself. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the thing about it is you need a guy that's going to say down, distance, what happened to play before, and performance on the field without having any real energy to saying this guy's playing great or poorly, to be unbiased. I feel like everything McAfee does comes with the sort of energy of he's rooting for somebody or a mistake he trolls them, and you need somebody there that's just going to be monotone and not root for anybody. So then maybe Al Michaels could fulfill that my concern is the age he's 78 years old or about to be 78 yeah that he might do it two years <coughs> um i mean who's what's his name he worked with mcafee and uh hasselback he's like 35 36 
the Muslim guy, really good. Oh. He kept the... I like him. He'd be perfect for that role. God damn it. I know who you're talking about. That's... It's like... Yeah. But that guy is so good at what he does, and he kept those two guys under control, and I think he'd be perfect for it. I like it. I like it. You know... But somebody who could just let Peyton be himself and set Peyton up and kind of get out of the way. That's yeah, if you're mean. bringing in Peyton for Peyton with 18 to 20 mil, you you got to let him be the, yeah. the guy. Plus, let's be honest, and I think this is a bias to ESPN, they don't want two dudes... Well, Pat, Pat McAfee's from the Northeast, but he talks like he's a Southerner. Like, has, like, that little, like, drawl accent. Yeah. You don't want two guys with that type of voice voicing the biggest game of the week in football. I, Which, I again, agree. it's an ESPN thing. It's a regional argument for that. They want a guy that's very, very, like, um, oh, Pennsylvania, like, mid-New York type, no accent, to do it. And I cannot imagine McAfee and Peyton working together with their with their southern draws they developed. Like, it'd be a little weird. Not gonna lie. I dig it. I dig it. Let's get into basketball. Um... So first, I'm, I'm gonna kind of switch, switch some things around here on our script. Um, just, just, just one question. Uh, we'll take care of March Madness first. Does it feel like that this March Madness, like, does it feel like March Madness is in the air? Um, is this the most maybe dry March Madness tournament we've had in years? If you're looking for NBA talent, I would definitely say yes. Okay, but. We're missing a great story here. We have two senior-filled teams in San Diego State and Baylor mm-hmm. and Kansas, actually, as well, making a run. And they'll be probably three one-seeds, and that's a must-watch. And I really am rooting for San Diego State. So I do have a rooting interest because I do want to see them win it. And I think a lot of the small three-, four-year guys who are not NBA guys, undersized, less athletic, are going to probably be the stars of it, which I do want to see. I love seeing that. So okay. I'm not watching it as a fan who wants to see how somebody will do in the NBA. I'm watching it as a, somebody who wants to see these kids get the chance of their lives to p- peak in their fame and peak in their careers athletically. See, I think because it's just a I'm, change of perspective in a way. I think because I'm such a football guy, and, and a lot of what I what I do is, is from the, the the scouting aspect and you know watching player development, so on and so forth. Um. I think that's why, to me, it feels that it's dry. Because I'm like, I don't see any of you guys as, as, as you know, NBA talent. I don't, now, is there going to be some... The, at the end of the day, the NBA still has to have a draft. Will the NBA find a way to take the narrative and make it to where... You know what I mean? To where they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll talk about a couple of these kids. Absolutely. Absolutely, that that that's what the media does. Um, it the the NCA NCA for me has lost a lot of its its luster because of how they treat college athletes. So I mean, there there's that piece of it. But at the end of the day, for the spirit of the game, I am going to be watching it. I am going to be calling it. Make sure that you guys dive off in the Discord if you want to compete in the bracketology tournament. Um, definitely, definitely dive off in the Discord and uh, check it out. We compete every year. Uh, last year, Ty Boogie won. 
let's see who the hell wins this year because we have no clue. Um, I'll be calling some March Madness as usual. It's a, definitely a thing on this channel that is a tradition. So, yeah. Yep. And again, I, again, I'll be there the first round. Will not be much on stream because I'll be with my family and stuff. But, hey, I love it because I don't have to know. I can look at team stats, figure out offense versus defensive ranking in the tournament, pick from there, and just enjoy it. I don't care what their name is. I care about the team that I want to score this many points, get my over-under. So I come from it as a really much casual fan, and that's what I love about it. I don't have to be too invested in one team. I feel that. I, I, I feel that. Um, let's get into some NBA talk. Is LeBron James hands down the MVP for this season after beating both Kawhi and Giannis this past weekend? Yes, um, and I am not saying that because I think he's 100% everyone's going to say he's the MVP of the league because of what Giannis is doing. But the NBA is a story-driven league, and again, I, it's not the best way to have the story on his side, but the Kobe aspect, he's playing for Kobe. Yeah. Big thing. They're going to want to give it to a Laker. No disrespect to anything that happened to Kobe or his daughter, but it's all, all eyes on the Lakers right now. And I think if he keeps us up and plays, what? Is he going to pay us to play, like, something ridiculous, like 76 games? Yeah. His age. Yeah. He'll play more games than Giannis at that point. Yeah, Giannis is injured right now. Yeah. So he'll outplay Giannis the number of games, and I think the story's on his side because this is LeBron honoring Kobe season, and I think he'll get it. I mean, even even I don't see anything taking it away from him at this point. It, no, you're 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 absolutely correct in the fact that yes, it is a story-driven league. That is going to be an aspect that people are going to look at, especially media voters. Um, now, one of the things that I want to toss out here is even without the death of Bean, I think that LeBron was coming with a vengeance irregardless. Oh, because, that dude's not sitting. Yeah. The whole load management aspects with, with, his, with his colleagues around him. That if me as a high-level competitor, that would frustrate me as is. Me sitting back and seeing other fucking podcasters podcast while I was sitting back sick all last week pissed me off. That shit irked the living life out of me. I'm too competitive. Me, I feel like I'm a, I'm, I'm a driving force in this industry. I'm I'm. Some people sit back. They I've had people sit back. And tell me, yo, I've, I've watched your content, and I'm changing the way that I do my content a little bit. Yo, I've watched your content, and this inspired me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that. I did not like being sick. I did not like being down. Hashtag coronavirus comeback episode is here, guys. Um, so I, I feel like he was coming out this season. Oh, y'all want to say, oh, I'm old. Oh, I was focusing on making Space Jam, yada, yada, yada. What has every freaking team every year had to do they have had to build to beat LeBron the Clippers oh shit they got LeBron and AD over there let's go get Kawhi you know the East to me is so weak 
so weak. The East is weak compared to the West. The West, everyone is stacked. We're lucky that we did not have a healthy Steph all year because Golden State would have probably been at least a couple of games better. And then on top of that, then when they get Wiggins, then boom, they start meshing together and they start growing be nasty together. Next year. Oh yeah. Be dirty man. They're gonna hurt some people. <laughs> oh yeah. Everybody, make uh, make sure you guys check out Immersive Sports Science, one of my one of my favorite podcasts that I interviewed. All that was such an awesome interview. Homies over there in the UK. Um, but yeah, dude. I I like like you. We just had what the Thunder uproot the the the, the Rockets for the fifth seed or something like that. I want to see that first round matchup so bad with Westbrook and Chris Paul. Mm. That would be sick. That would be sick. Bro, hands down, LeBron James is the MVP. Put it in your books now, guys. Stick stick a pen in it. Nobody cares because no one cares about regular season basketball. They just know the finals MVP. It's one of those dead awards because it's so hard to stink out an NBA season. Oh, absolutely. Like, 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 I look at the stat books. I'm like, LeBron put up 22, 13, and 9. Good. He does it every game. Like, it's so impressive to do it his whole career, but... Like, a big a big reason I'll be calling um, some, some NBA throughout this week is because, dude, like, people are, are um, not able to attend the games with the coronavirus. So, I'm going to capitalize. Hey, LeBron's not playing, you said. One thing you won't play. Is he said that for, he will if it's what's for the best. He, he said that, that all right because I would say it. I was like, "That's what takes you off the court." Yeah, he said. He said. He said, "If I have to listen, then I'll listen." That dude does not like rules. <laughs> I love it. Oh, um, that's one thing about why he's hurt his brand so much. I think, like the stupid stuff of like suing Nick Saban for barbershop talk because that's never was a thing before. He tried to trademark Taco Tuesday at restaurants. Yeah. Have him get credit. I was like, what are you doing, man? Do you think you own the world? He Again, does. Look, he's my favorite athlete of all time. He, we have the same birthday, actually. He's nine years older. Exactly. Wow. I love LeBron. But some of the things he does, I'm like, you live in your own little bubble where your wife and friends praise you and they make you think you own everything. Because the things you tried to trademark have been around for 50 years. For ages and ages. Yeah. But, but I love him on the court, so it's hard to not He's like rich. He's rich. What are you going to do, you know? Can Zion lead Nola to the eighth seed? Yes, he will, too. I think so. Um, the toughest schedule in basketball is the Grizzlies, and the, like, the third or fourth easiest is the Pelicans. And it was like a three-and-a-half game difference I checked earlier, a three-game. Mm-hmm. Three-and-a-half, yeah. yeah. I, I, think it'll, I think it'll be a good run by Zion. But John Morant's still the rookie of the year. So. Yeah, John Morant's... topic for us, but I don't... Zion deserves no no take in this. He did not play half of the year. Yeah, yeah. Zion didn't play half the year. I, I agree with that. Um, absolutely, yeah. Morant's still rookie of the year. I've said that many times on the show, and I'm still sticking with that take. But Zion, for the sake of this episode, does have the capability of leading that NOLA team to the eighth seed. Uh, it's going to have to be be a big um, help, though, 
from Zell. And Lonzo is doing his thing right now. He's looking great. Uh, he's going to have to keep it up, though, and keep playing, playing, playing at a high level. If is they JJ want that still AC. on that team, by the way? I don't think If he so. is, I hope he's in the playoffs because he's never missed the playoffs. So yeah, he's never missed the playoffs. But yeah, um, either way, yeah, I just, the, the schedule, man, it says everything. There's teams trying to uh, get at that home field, home court, whatever, and yeah, it's going to be Yeah, JJ now. is still on that team. JJ is still on yeah. that team. So yeah, I, I'm rooting for them to pass, because I do want him to make the playoffs for like the, what, 15th straight year or something? My, the 15th year. Let's go. 14th year or something? Or yeah. it, was, it was the 13th year, my bad, it was that fucking Disney movie. Um, he was drafted in 2006. That's all I know. Dude, JJ's, JJ's a beast. Um, the Brooklyn Nets release head coach Kenny Atkinson. And rumor is KD and Kyrie didn't bond with the head coach at all. Is this classic KD and Kyrie being a problem situation? It just To me, it just smells like Kyrie bullshit. Agree. And when you put KD in this question, I actually have in my notes, KD's not even there. KD's rehabbing it away from the team. So, And I don't think KD's ever had a real problem with the coach. I get they say they fired, what's his name? The blonde-haired dude from uh, the Thunder, Scott Brooks. I don't think he fired Scott Brooks. I think that was the organization. I don't think KD's ever been an issue in the locker room. Be honest with you. I think the issue is the offseason when he gets things in his head and does something stupid. But yeah, Kyrie's a coach killer. There's just no defense of it. Um, he was there to lead a team, uh, and he failed. He turned the team against the coach, and he turned the coach against himself. And he's the bad guy here, and he's sitting down and never speaking for himself. He no. disappeared. So there's no defending Kyrie. No, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I <laughs> this this dude between comparing himself to the likes of Martin Luther King Jr. and Nelson Mandela, Malcolm X, to the world is fucking flat. He is always a distraction. I don't like he has the fact an AB fallout waiting to happen. Yeah, he he's 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 like the basketball. He's like the basketball A B, except like not as severe, you know. Yep. Oh, because he's getting paid for four years. You can't just get rid of him. That's only reason he's still around. But someone needs to take like like how how do you how do you ruin every coach and every team and every situation that you go to? How the hell are you and Kevin Durant even friends? Okay, apparently Kevin Durant even had a little bit of say so in this, in a way. Uh, from the from from the standpoint, I guess that he didn't want Kenny Atkinson there either. That's unbelievable. If you're not on the court and knowing how this guy does his thing, I don't understand how you can say he's not fit to coach you. That's I guess sitting on the sidelines listening to Kyrie bitch, seeing Kyrie have to deal with them. Both of them are divas. Both of them are divas. Neither of them did. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving on a team together is like when you put the two most badass kids in the same fucking math class and you let them sit in the back together. You're going to have a disruptive class. 
you know, and that's just the way that I, that, that's just the way that I feel, feel about that. Um, Kenny Atkinson, it sucks. I don't feel like you should have been fired because you didn't even get to really experience both of them on the court together to see what you guys really could have done. At least if you had had both superstars on the floor and y'all were sucking ass then, then I could understand. But you only had like one and a half, like you know, like you did. Kyrie wasn't even out there all, all, all the full the full year. I don't even well, feel like he was. Be. You think that injury was so bad he couldn't even move his shoulder for two months? Dude, on, it, I'm tired. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't want to play. Exactly. You know, he I don't. He, he wants. He wants KD on the court with him. He wants to play with with, with with another baller. He's realized since he left LeBron that he can't fucking do it all on his own. And then he he's, he was having flashbacks of being in Boston, being in Brooklyn. Like fuck, I gotta do this all on my own. Which you don't, because they're better without you. And Dimwitty is a better team player than you are. Exactly. Dimwitty's a very good player, by the way, and people don't notice that because Kyrie was such an idiot. Read his career. Kyrie is facts. Um, let's see here. I'm trying to think. So, ladies and gentlemen, here's what we are going to do. We are going to call halftime really quick. On the second half of the show, we have uh, gaming to talk about. A Guinness World Record was set, uh, and we have a fight to break down. I'm going to run downstairs, grab another beer. We're going to play some music. Uh, Jake, refill your glass as well. Um, And, yeah. That's how how it's going to rock. We'll be right back here on the Rum Report. Dilly, dilly.
sport is lit. Live on Sportscaster and YouTube. We going down up in this room. The Raw Report. Just for you. Live on Sportscaster and YouTube. Going down for you. Ooh, ooh. Alrighty. Just waiting on my partner Jake to check back in. He should be uh, back shortly. Alrighty, and we are live here on the second half of the Rum Report. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, halftime is always dope. Cheers to me, cheers to you, all the Rum Boys and Girls, what it do. Dilly, freaking Dilly. Bro, it's going to be St. Patty's Day weekend. I'm so excited, I'm going to be so turned up. We actually have some bars canceling. Um like festivities for like specials because of coronavirus dude it's hilarious let's, i'm not going out anyways but still, i'm i'm go going out. out i'm going out and let me tell you last weekend i was expecting for colorado to be like Psh, nope we're done like everyone was like going on a mass hysteria buying toilet paper and shit and then you know what we go out over like like saturday like, like saturday and sunday night and every restaurant was fucking packed, bro. Everywhere me and the wife went. Like, here in Colorado, we don't give a fuck. We got legal marijuana, we don't care. Yeah. Life is good here. You know? There's a college town that we would go down to, and it's, yeah, there's no way. It'll get, it'll get moved. Dude. It's one of those things, man. There's like seven bars, like 15,000 students in like a like a two mile radius it's gonna be crazy so I'm not going but yeah I mean, you're not gonna those bars won't take those drink nights away I need I'm, the money I'm young this at is heart the biggest profitable day of the year for restaurants you think they're gonna give give away that chance for coronavirus exactly I'm young at heart we're, we're, we're fighting the coronavirus with shots of rum and modelos over here guys let's get it let's get into this Corona extra actually just as a joke like uh dude i was management. i was but like i had this case sitting like all oh, week because yeah. like i didn't drink all week which felt different felt weird i was i felt pretty good i was like okay he's yo you're on that scotch that johnny walker that yeah, red I label mean, it was like this um but i started but like i had that much of it for the ufc oh that's customary <laughs> for a, fight night not a great move on my part Terrible decision, but um. So we we should have talked about this at the beginning of the show, but we could actually save this topic for now. Um, NFL 2K is gonna be coming back. Uh, we should be getting our first game by by 2021. How do you feel about this, bro? So I'm not expecting much about this game to be exciting. They have good gameplay. I think they were always better than that, in my opinion. I think they've they they killed NBA two, they, um, NBA Live. They killed that immediately, mm-hmm. which which proves everything I have to see. And to be honest, 
I think their money, if it goes well, okay, Leafs, that's your opinion, their money might be in the XFL. If they can get it next year. Okay. Yeah, okay. But uh, the, game will, the game won't be bad. I mean, the gameplay is actually good in their made-up team simulation game, but... I, I, think, I think their gameplay, if you can get XFL on board to show... There is. There is going to be XFL. the contract for Madden is up for the exclusive deal. They'll have to go back to court and renegotiate. I really think there's something where... I mean, I miss 2K, man. <laughs> I, love, I love NFL 2K, so... Bro, I'm excited for there to be a war between Madden players and... And 2K players. Madden's been the same for eight years because there's no competition. Improve Bro. it a little bit just by having competition. And not just that. So I, I want both. I want both games to. I want Madden to remain as successful as it has always remained. I want how fucking how how Apex and Call of Duty are able to exist coexist. And you have players from both worlds that'll play either or game. I want that to happen in the sports world. The sports world of video games is the only fucking world in video games where, you know, we well, you just brought up NBA Live when M, when EA had an NBA game. It was either you were an NBA Live player or you were a Two K player, and then Two K just took it over. You know, there was a point in time where there was. Madden and NFL 2K. And eventually 2K got shut down and got shut aside. I want these two to flourish. And I what I want to do at one of my local bars is I, I would love to, to... I'm already going to throw a Madden tournament for the public here in Colorado Springs. Get us a more local demographic, yada, yada, yada. But... Um... What's good, Jimbo, the icon? Um, he's over here on Sportscaster. But um, I also want for, you know, both. I, I want there to be a battle between the two. I want to see Mahomes on the, well, he's already been on the cover of one. Uh, I want to see Joe Burrow on the cover of Madden. And I want to see fucking Lamar Jackson on the cover of 2K. Yeah, I don't understand that debate. Because if you look at the gaming world in general, which I'm, heavily into a lot of games. Um, there's this argument that you have to choose one or the other for sports only because yes. I love The Witcher 3 and I love Breath of the Wild. I put a lot of hours into both. Like two to three hundred hours into Witcher recently and I beat Breath of the Wild like three times. I love the games. Why is it competition? I love adventure RPGs. Like why do sports games have to buy the rights? Which the NFL is responsible because they sold all rights to EA to make their games. Mm. That this is why there's no competition. Jim, Jimmo, the game that we're talking about right now was the game that was bomb as hell on Dreamcast. 2K was the shit on Dreamcast. 2000, right? Yep, 2K 2000. Yep. The Rams were unbeatable in that game. <laughs> oh my gosh, greatest show on turf. You could not see me on the Dreamcast with the fucking Rams. I would run over you with Marshall we Fall. Them. We banned the Rams being used. Dude, like, like this, this, this is the greatest news to happen today in sports. This needs to happen. 
NFL, you need for both games from both companies to be equally successful. Don't be, and I think the reason why the NFL is doing this is because if you notice, the NFL is opening up their money options and the revenues of approach a lot more in a lot of different ways. Well, the NFL is a buyout, right? So they can get out 2022 of this exclusive deal. So they're trying to, I mean, I hope they're not trying just to barter for the bigger um, bidder and go with, if EA puts more money, fine, we'll go back with them, whatever, if the 2K comes Do both. Do both. I hope it's just make it, yeah, make my game, give me 25% royalties on the development side of things. And give us fifty percent of the sales after three. And then, and then, I mean, and then, and then, if you also then toss a portion of that money into the fucking CBA, you shut the players up because now players like, so now I'm competing for another video game title. So now I'm competing. So now that. So now, you know, if my rating sucks over here, I could get royalties off my rating over here. I would love to see players get sponsors based on who's rating their That, that happens. That <laughs> happens. Hilarious. That happens already. Dude, yeah. this is huge. This is huge. This is huge. Huge. Again, I love they have one season to figure it out too. One and a half. Because this year is Madden only, which is fine. Yeah. They're going to do a simulation game to get the engine together. Um, and then after that, they have like another year of like testing it to get another good game out, master the engine. And in two, they have really two and a half years to get a perfect engine to compete with Madden. So Madden, even if it all fails and if they go back with Madden, Madden they have to make a better game. Two K has so much fucking money from NBA Two K that FIFA. they're FIFA and FIFA and FIFA. Oh they're about to fucking bury Madden. Bad, I I. NFL, you better sign both contracts. Let's get into the XFL. We are now on week five of XFL action. I just want to throw that out there first. Um, so it has already lasted significantly longer than the AAF. Um, and the fans are significantly more kick-ass. The DC Defenders fans built the world's largest beer snake. Reaching the top of Audi Stadium. I'm officially a part of a fan base that does dumb shit. I couldn't be more proud and I couldn't be happier at this point. If you guys remember, I complained about this a couple episodes ago. To where I was like, I, I want to be a part of a fan base that does dumb shit too. I want to jump off of tables and, and eat ho- horse shit from a cop horse or something. I, I don't know. And now... Two teams you want to be like. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, exactly. I'm, I'm trying to have yeah. strippers outside of our tailgates, Dolphins fans. Um, how great of a feat is this? Like, how epic is this, Jake? I love the social media organization it took. That's absolutely awesome. Yeah. It reminds me of one thing that I think the NFL could bring back, but probably never will, because they have their sales and the, you know, Bud Light money and stuff, and sponsors but the xfl matches this world of like we're a college crowd that understands professional business in a way that is perfect and it's a fun league and the nfl is so professional i mean 
I'm sure you've been to NFL games where it's like you're looking at some, you're looking at a person the wrong way, and you know there's a cop looking at you. Like they're any type of fun interaction they're trying to ruin. The XFL is just camaraderie because the league wants to do well and they want the fans to be okay with each other and support each other. So I love the mix of the college and and professional fan base. It's like having a perfect balance. So it's not too gimmicky and it's a perfect system right now that needs to continue. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I mean, look at look at this, look at this these guys. I mean, we got it. We got a guy dressed. In, in an admiral hat like I got here. Yes, he is. Like, 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 we got, we got, like, I, I fucking love this. I'm, I'm all for this. I mean, th- this dude's got a Bud Light seltzer box on his head. A whole seltzer box on his head. And look at, look at, look at how happy this other guy is with the, with the beard next, next to, the, next to the captain. I mean, I, I love this. DC is a place where you gotta be careful. Like you could get stabbed. You know, you never know what the fuck is gonna happen. So to see that all the gentrification that's taking place in my city is paying off in the sense of this unity. Yes. Yeah. I love it, and There's I'm all a good for balance, it. Balance, man. The X F the NFL is so boring as a fan because you put all your interest and all your really energy into it. I mean, if you could have some fun, like, at some point, college does this well where you have these, like, whatever themed football nights, whatever shirt you wear. Yeah. But at the end of it all, it's fun, man. You go out and have fun after the game. It doesn't matter. I mean, we both went to school. We both know how it goes with that. Like, it's Well, I went thing. to school when I was deployed, so that that's yeah. different. Okay. Well, for me, it was like, win or lose, it's fun. It doesn't matter. You gotta yeah. have something to do. And it's not as serious where it consumes you. This is like I care because it's a professional sports league, but it does not consume my day if my team loses. No, no, it's a big thing. Like when 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 the defenders went on that two game losing streak, I was not like super like depressed. Like oh god, like fuck this. Like I felt bad for Cardell if anybody. Yeah, you know everybody else is out there. Players they're getting paid. But I was a but I'm a fan of Tyree Jackson, so like it didn't matter. Like I like you know I I did I did I did uh, Tyree Jackson's rookie rookie profile. Um, I assumed that I was going to interview him. I, unfortunately, I didn't. But I mean, fucking, I'm a fan of Tyree as well. So I, it, it all worked out. It was it, it was great. Um, I still think that we're a top team that that, that, that you got to worry about in the league. Uh, but as far as this, the beer snake is great. DC, I challenge you to even one better. A beer wave. I'm just impressed. How many fans went in on this to buy certain parts to connect it? <laughs> Oliver Luck, the XFL commissioner, came out and hand. Now I felt that Oliver Luck should have luged a beer from the top all the way down, or either chugged a full beer and then gave the fans the cup. Yes. But or give Andrew Luck that chance because his son can chug his. Know? I heard I heard that 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 that, that Andrew ha, has quite quite the gullet. He could he could get he could get it he could get a get a beer down. You know. I mean, didn't McAfee call him the IPA crusher? Yeah. Yeah. Like he would outshug with an IPA, which is very impressive to do with an IPA, so I would I, I would come to Colorado and try our IPAs. I, I would love to, to challenge anyone there. 
Um, which, by we the way, have the best craft beer scene. We do in the U.S. at least. I don't know. We do. But. We do. Come visit, dude. I'll, I'll show you so much, so so many different breweries. I want to shout out Left Hand Brewing Company. I want to shout out fucking uh, Bristol Brew. I want to shout out Breckenridge. Hell yeah. Okay, Breckenridge is everywhere, and I love this stuff. So. Breck. Fucking, yep, that's exactly what they say. Fucking rich yeah, white people out there in Brett. Yeah, there's a sign at, just like, in, just right in Pennsylvania, get Brecked. Wow. Kind of wow. Yeah. You guys want to be us so bad. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, I guess. You can same weather. Dude. Yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. Um, let's see. Are the Houston Roughnecks the gold standard at 5-0? and of XFL teams. Yeah, because they have quarterback play that's super consistent and dominant. Which is you scary. Need, you need four quarterbacks to play at the level Walker's play. No doubt. 100%. You need four of them to do it, maybe a little below for the other four. But you need four quality quarterbacks in this league to keep it going. I love to see, like, again, it's pretty great to see 15 touchdowns. I don't need that. I want to see, like, in a short season, I'd say 22 touchdowns, 8 interceptions for half the quarterbacks in the league. And that's all you need to keep the league going. Yep. No, I, I agree. P, PJ is something is, is something different. Um, he, He's a different breed of, of, of quarterback when we talk, when we rank him just amongst the XFL guys. Um, and I thought that, honestly, I, went, I was on record at the beginning of the season saying it's going to be PJ versus... Cardell all year long. Cardell's age bit him in the ass. You know, uh, think so? Who's I, his age? I I I think that 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 may have came 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 into play. Like I just think that that, that yeah. You know, see, it's so similar with Cardell in college too. When he had film on him, he fell apart halfway through his junior season or his redshirt junior season. Yeah, he does not adjust. That's one thing Carter doesn't do. So, yeah, I think every level he's played on, professionally or college, he does not adjust to the game plan. I love of it. what I they're doing it. against him, he'll run the game plan. He does. So, I just want to say I fucking love that that Rumbles Fitness logo. Like the Poseidon oh, is great. so sexy, dude. Um, that should be the Rams logo. Ah, <laughs> some way. I don't know how, Yo, we should have Brian design some the, way. We we should have Brian just be like a hey, um and like, like like from his Rum Boys Twitter from his Rum Boys graphics Twitter, just just send a tweet to the Rams like guys, I made a better yeah. logo for you here. Yes, please. Like like but just yeah, as a it's, joke. It's just so tough with the XML because I watch every game because I feel like I'm entitled to like I want this to work and my view matters. Yes, it does. My view does like, matter. Like my me viewing it just that one, um. Thing on the rating is a take up. It's going to help them, but the quarterback play is not good. Not at all. Um, <laughs> like you need something, and I and I've heard jokes like Trevor Lawrence could leave college. I'm like, there's no way. That would be ridiculous. For him. We're we're not the, the NFL doesn't permit that to, to to be a thing. Now, until a player really? does that, until a player does that. Like, we should start the conversation early on that, but until a player does that. Yeah. There's... Well, hey, somebody did. That West Virginia kid, right? 
20 years old, he left for the XFL because he was ineligible because he was academic issues. He was cheating on tests in college. What a fucking idiot. Well, who's that corner? I forget who he plays for, but he's 21 years old. He was an NFL prospect and was caught cheating in college. I would love to interview that guy. Can, can, Can we have someone from the staff find me who this kid is? And I will find him. Um, yeah, Thank you, you. you make your take. I'll figure out the name of it real quick. I don't have a take surrounding that, but I will state that the Houston Roughnecks are the gold standard. When you're 5-0 and in a new league, and you're 5-0, and I don't give a damn what league it is. If you're 5-0, and you're 5-0, and you're playing damn good. It is because of the level of quarterback play. It is because you have someone that can go up and get the ball at, what, I think he's 5'8", 5'10". I think he's like, my, my, like a little bit shorter than me. Nick Holly. Um... Oh my yeah, that that Who's kid, it? his hands, his hands. When 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 you if you want kids, all the young people out there, wanting to know how to catch a football and get really good, look at Nick Holly. Nick Holly is not going to be in the XFL much longer. Nick Holly is going to be in the NFL with some team. In some capacity, I don't think that this guy. I think this guy's dropped two balls all season. You know how you've dropped two fucking balls in real life, full speed fucking football. That's absolutely insane. I gotta say that um, Houston Roughnecks gold standard. Nick Holly, the gold standard of hands. It's Kenny Robinson. Kenny Robinson. I am going to find this guy. We're going to try and get him on. He was dismissed from the team, so due to academic violation of West Virginia's student code of conduct. They're being very nice with him. I don't know. It could be anything. Yeah. Kenny uh, Robinson, right? Yep. It's anything from he didn't do his own work to he was actually actively cheating on a test. Well, wait. But, wait or wait. was not actually. Submitting his own work from his um, IP, which I probably caught him on that too. If he, that's what he's doing, I don't know what it was, but he, I guess he went the Cardell Jones of I play football, I don't play school. Yeah. In a way, and just got in trouble. He could have his own story, but you don't get kicked. I mean, I don't want to be mean, but getting kicked out of West Virginia, Pat McAfee graduated from West Virginia. West Virginia's not hard. Yeah. <laughs> Let's West, just go with that one. Less G is not hard. Um, let's see here. And there was a fight this weekend. Um, UFC 248 went down. Um, Zhang placed a beatdown on Joanna Jershik. That's not how you say it, is it? I can't even say it. I heard Rogan say it. I watched his podcast and they were describing the fight on their fight companion and I just, I couldn't do it. Yeah, Jerry. Like, it's like J-A-G something. Jed- Jedrick? Something. I don't know. Um, but she put a, JJ. Yeah, she put a beat down. Joanna got beat down. Um, was this fight everything that you that you expected? What's your take on on, on this fight, Jake? This was the most competitive and closest fight in women's MMA history. Mm. No doubt. They matched strikes two, three, and four. Round one, 
was very debatable, but I think it could have gone to Zhang Wei Li. And I think round five, Ioana still won that round. There's actually a debate. Is this a top three fight of all time in competitiveness? Nobody knew who won. It went to the champion, of course, because they matched perfectly in strikes. Legitimately perfectly tied fight. And I don't think you're going to find a better women's fight, more competitive fight, closer fight in the next seven, eight years. It was unbelievably close, which is great to see. And I think it'll be a rematch, but it's going to be Rose versus Andrade. Take the next one in like five, six months. Dana said he's going to give them time off. Yeah. And then after that, it's going to be, this fight has to happen again. Because he even said he thinks Yohanna won that fight. So, one of those things. He thinks Yohanna won, and I think he'll rerun it. And, man, if he does, we're, we're reacting to it. There's no doubt. Like, that was a classic fight. Okay, okay. Um. So, for me, I... I feel like she got knocked the fuck out. She, she was knocked. There was no knockdowns. Okay, not like knocked out like that. But I mean, when you leave the fight, when you enter the fight looking like this on the this, left, uh, yeah, and then walk I mean, out looking like this on the right. Come on, come on. Now I also want to reference you. Look at the marks. And how the epidermis level level of the skin was killed on Waylee, like her skin was like morphed. And it was one of those things. Well, he said both were in the hospital for a minute. And I want to reference you. I want to reference you. And I believe it was you. May have been you, or may have been Bibbin Run Boys Fitness, and may have been Brian. What's good, uh, Jeremy? Um, that Zang was nothing to be fucked with in the first place. You don't want to engage with her unless you have to. You want to be the counter-striker, but... Exactly. So we already knew that Joanna was going to come in here and she was going to get hit and get hit hard. Anyone that's watched any of Zhang's training videos knows that she's coming with traditional martial arts striking and expertise and abilities that a lot of fighters nowadays aren't used to being yeah. hit with that level of technique. the way possible to say it, she is not built like a woman. She is ripped at 115. She, there's Scary that, ripped. there is that. She, she is, she is very toned. She's very toned at 115. She's so cut and her power and height is ridiculous. But the, but the fact that she is traditional as fuck in her principles of basic martial arts Okay, MMA fighters aren't out there executing katas and just doing and just do, just just doing daily demos. Zhang is doing that in her day to day training. Zhang is trained in traditional Chinese martial arts. With that being said, and with that being stated, she is the more fundamentally sound fighter, and I felt that that's why. That big ass mega mind lump on Joanna's face here is because you got hit by somebody that knows how to hit you, well, where to fucking hit you. She is so much more powerful too. 
She was so much bigger than the It's the power and the technique. It's the power and the technique. Everyone that wanted to come out with all of the the fucked up memes of, oh, Joanna has to step in the ring like this, and you put Joanna in a fucking hazmat suit against Zang. Yeah, no, that was a bad move. All uh, of you that no trolled, one's defending her in that one. All <laughs> of you that trolled Zang, this is what the fuck you got. But yeah, if you look at the strike total, it was legit even throughout the whole fight. That's why it was so tough to decide who won that fight. The first and yeah. fifth, you could tell who won. Middle three rounds. But Dana White said it best. That was the closest fight. And he thought Joanna won based on the middle rounds. But I can't say either way someone was, was ruined. I think that was a very, very fair judgment because it could go either way. And it goes to the champ, of course, which... It should. Boxing rules, again, I don't think MMA should go by boxing rules, but if it, it, if it does and it has forever, that was the right call. It, yeah, I mean, and, and, and it should have... To me, in, in that in that um, in that scenario, and even the next scenario that we talked about, if you're not doing anything to challenge the title holder, yeah. like fuck it, if you're if you're there to take a belt, take a fucking belt. You need the advantage. You cannot be even with the t- title contender. Exactly. Or holder and expect to get the decision. It just doesn't work. And that seg- segues us into the uh, final question of the evening. <laughs> Style bender Adesanya. Held it down. Um, Nick Howard had picked him actually accurately by decision. Um, he had picked Adesanya. Um, I got the winner correct. All I picked was was, was, was the winner. Well, I picked Adesanya by, by third round. Um, that did not happen. Um, I but was, I, did, I did not pick in my article that I published, but it was I predicted fourth round stoppage as he wins. So I was wrong, but... I want that one right now. So. Yeah, I, I still, I, I still have not picked, picked a wrong winner, um, yeah. since November. So I mean, I'm, I'm still your number one spot for, for fight picks. Um, what's your post fight breakdown, bro? So, the criticism's there. It was boring to everybody, probably except me. In this group, who would have watched that fight? Um. And I get the issue of, well, if you don't attack, there's no reason. Yeah, Leafs defense, there was a lot of booze. And I feel that, and I agree with that, because the first round in MMA, there is no reason to have a feel-out round. It's You you have five rounds. It's yeah. not boxing. There's not ten rounds or twelve rounds. Yeah. Do not care. There's no excuse for that. Both deserve a 10-10 round. That should not have counted. I get it. It clearly did go to Yoel, which helped him. So if he supported Yoel, that helped his case. Second round, the early takedown, and the hit that swelled up uh, his right eye for Izzy Adesanya, I think. Yeah, it was his right eye. That was something where the most damage was done. You can argue that. The second, and the third and fourth, I mean, there was no way those leg kicks could go against Izzy. You knew those were his rounds, the fifth yeah. round. Yoel... Went for a takedown, didn't get it. Was outstruck by one, if I recall. Yeah, outstruck by one. And that was the decision right there. So if you're going to say Izzy, won, Izzy lost that fight, you all deserved it, I agree. Because I can't say 
either fighter won that fight. It Neither fighter, all right. No one did anything. Yeah. No fighter did enough to win that fight. The champion did enough to hold. Exactly. So that decision, I don't care what happened. I was mad either way. And um, I said in my article, Style better could be a star. He did not. So, um, I feel like he still is a star. Um, but he did not become the superstar, a top five combat athlete in the country. And, and that and that that is due due into the fact that so Izzy to me Izzy did the right thing. I'm not oh, going to go out there and I'm not going to. Nobody gonna... walked out of the octagon in five rounds with that opponent and had that little damage. Yeah. So yeah, he did the right thing. You know, when, when we look at those leg kicks, I'm defending him in this, by the way, the whole time, and people think I'm like, oh, I'm an idiot. No, I'm defending him because no, those he, leg kicks were detrimental. He the exchange sixty percent of the time. Yoel threw a jab, went to the center, and waited for him. What's he going to do? Throw a flying Superman fist and get knocked out because it's not entertaining enough? No, you don't. You do what you have to do with the fight. Yeah. There's no excuse. And, 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 and in Adesanya's defense, who had, like, I'm the title holder. You're going to come after me, motherfucker. You need to fight me, bitch. I don't need to fight you. You need to fight me. Yoel did not seem like he wanted it enough. Yoel did not even seem like for the first fucking 90 seconds of the first round, I agree. even wanted to be there. It felt like Yoel, once that cage was locked, he was like, if I pressure him, he's going to time something up and hit me. Which is true. That's what Izzy does. If Izzy doesn't attack you first, you attack Izzy first. Yeah, it's and, always been here's that my way. Take on it, like the total in defense of Yoel. You did the same thing as Paula Costa, and I think you did way more damage than he did against you. But you did not throw any strikes in the second two rounds of that fight, or the second. Yeah, actually, I would say maybe the last seven minutes of that fight you didn't throw because you thought you had the fight. You stopped fighting. I don't even. You've I don't. This countless time. Why? Well, I don't even. My my thing was. I, you can't defend it anymore. You cannot fight that style. He fights like a wrestler. I, I felt and like the, his argument is, if I'm more efficient, I win. No, it's not. You have to land more, and you have to initiate. You, yeah, you have to. You have to act like that. You're that you are the challenger for someone's fucking yeah. belt. I'm sorry. I, I I didn't take Yoel serious before the fight had even started. And what I felt that Yoel was gonna do, he did. Now I still felt like Izzy should have, you know, found that that knockout hit, because if if a fucking guy is just toying with you, not really trying to fucking like you know like, like throw yeah, throw hands in the ring. I see that too. I mean, for his brand, it made sense. Yeah, yeah. if if like, like like you're not you're not sitting here trying trying to trying to throw blows anyway. So let me just go ahead and just give you one a quick one and just end you. Yeah, but here's here's the defense of Izzy on this part again. I'm defending. He's smaller. Part. He's skinnier. Yes, and Whitaker fought him doing the same thing. Yoel, guess what? Countered, and that was ten rounds, and he'll never recover from. Whitaker was permanently damaged from those 10 rounds because 
the counter strike when he's cornered, he throws those knees, throws that right hand, and he turns you to the he turns you to the fence, throws elbows. When he initiate, he's a wrestler. He likes getting in close. He likes getting you right here, pressure, throw, rattle you, and you're done. And again, he won the exchanges and he won those two fights against him and Fear Whitaker, but you took countless shots you didn't have to do if you just did what Izzy did. And mm-hmm. no one else just said, attack me. I'm a champion. I agree. It was a very boring UFC 248. Aside uh, from the ladies. Look at the chat. I don't believe this is true by a boogie fan. There's no way that dude's out. Uh, yo, if Melly is coming home, why in no W Melly? Please no. I mean, no, I've been hearing that he's supposed to be coming home. One of his homies just came home. He shot his friend. Look, the justice system is fucked, dude. What can I tell you? <laughs> um, but that does wrap up our show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Jake, tell the people what, what you got coming out next. What, what's uh, what's good for you, bro? Well, I was going to write an article on the main event. Um, I kind of said my opinion, so I think that's nulled at this point. No, because um, the people that read your stuff... We're okay, here to yeah, watch I, it. I, I mean, I can make an article on that. Um, I'll have an article up for what Tyron Rudley can do, win or lose after this next fight. I will not be watching it. I will be the family. But, hey, um, it'll be up. And I'm going to see and make my argument on why he can or cannot get back into the title picture at any point. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah, I love it. Um, and where can people follow you? As he takes a shot. <laughs> yep. Um, Twitter, Run Boys Combat. Run Boys Combat on um, RunBoysFinishNetwork.com. And obviously, you'll see me in chats on all of our streams. So. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Um, ladies and gentlemen, do make sure that you follow me at Run Boys, spelled with a Z, N-E-T. Like you see it right here below me. Like a little bit. Yeah, right. Right, yeah. Um, let's see here. Aside from that, keep showing us love. Uh, hit up runboys.com. Check out all the hottest articles on the internet, point blank period. I don't think that I've seen, I, I haven't seen anything as hot as what we drop over there. Uh, gonna be having some, some, some stuff come out with the homie Raj from ESPN LA. Uh, Runboys After Dark this Friday, St. Patty's Day edition. Uh, let's see here. I'm trying to think. Trying to think. I feel like I got so much more to talk about. Play by play tomorrow for NBA. Uh, Thursday, another uh, Rum Report podcast. Make sure that you guys leave us a five star review on wherever you listen to podcasts at, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, Radio Public, uh, Stitcher, wherever you listen to pod- uh, listen to your podcast. Um, subscribe on YouTube, like, comment, and subscribe. Also, follow us on Sportscaster and download the app on all iOS devices. Other than that, cheers to me, cheers to you, and all the wrong boys and girls what to do. Dilly dilly. Ah.